This is AZ Preps Live, covering high school sports all over Arizona. Hosted by the Dean of Arizona High School Sports, Kevin McCabe. AZ Preps Live, presented by Brooklyn Betting, Arizona built for America's dreams. It is 9 o'clock and you're locked in live. Local Sports Talk Radio, this is it, the premier high school sports show in all the land. AZ Preps Live here on Arizona Sports. The local sports leader, they've got it tattooed all over the studios here, so I got it locked in. Of course, you can find us on the Arizona Sports app as you're walking around on your phone or plug it into your uh, car. Make that happen, or you can go on the old-fashioned web. Well, Who would have thought that the old-fashioned web would be... uh, (laughs) www.arizonasports.com. Yeah, that's it's it's that thing that web that internet it's uh, it's here to stay. Uh, you can also find on arizonasports.com all of our podcasts, previous shows, great shows, great interviews. Not because of me, but because of the story content, and maybe you like to share it with with friends. I'm Kevin McCabe. I'm simply your voice. Uh, I'm fortunate to be able to do this a long time. Uh, bring you the great stories that make Arizona high school sports awesome, and we are the number one show, the number one high school sports show. And again, it's not because of me. It's because of of you listening. Uh, the ratings continue to soar, and I appreciate it on a Saturday morning. I actually had a a, a woman jogging in my neighborhood. I uh, recently moved, and, and she said, I, are, "Are you Kevin McCabe?" And I said, "Yeah." She goes, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" She goes, I, "I'm torn now because I, I used to listen to Rosie on the house, but now I listen to your show." So uh, we appreciate it. We're stealing listeners from Rosie. We and we, you know because sometimes you're working on the house, you need that. But uh, she said, "No, I really I, I love listening to the kids. I love listening to the uh, the athletes come on and share their stories." So uh, we're number one uh, again. The team that makes us go. By the way, I, I guess I could formally do this to you. Uh, we ha- we are going to be honored. Our show is going to be honored. Me, uh, but there is a uh, a dinner coming up. Uh, a couple of weeks on a Sunday afternoon, uh, and I've got tickets for you and the wife if you'd like to join. So I can acknowledge the great Trev Henry T. Hizzle, the technical director, part of this number one show. That's what I'm talking about. We'll be there. Will you be there? Okay, really? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be there. I would love that. I, uh, my wife, Penny, will, will be there. And, uh, and I, again, it, it's all about me. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. But do, do I do like the U.S. Olympic hockey team? Do I call up the entire crew, have them on the, up on the, on the podium? And, and, and <laughs> I mean, I'll go up there with you, but don't make me talk. <laughs> no, man, you bring it. You bring it each and every week, and I love it. He's the mayor of Gilbert, uh, Trev Henry, T. Hizzle. Uh, I love what you do. Uh, usually, usually, by the way, we were joined. I don't know if you knew this, uh, if you read the, uh, you know, the show rundown stuff that was left behind. That we, you know, we try to prep this all week long. Uh, we're joined by the hardest, uh, Young rising star in high school sports, Zach Larson. The Zach attack news updates throughout the show, but uh, he is enjoying a, a weekend off. I, he works his butt off here, by the way. Oh yeah, big time. He really does, and uh, I, I don't. And again, he'll be a, he's invited to this dinner as well, so uh, we'll uh, we'll be represented there well at the table. Uh, there's a, there's a few times when we were off air. I asked, dude, do you ever go home? And he said, no, no, he doesn't. And so, if you're looking for a uh, a star that uh, in your broadcast team, this is the guy, young Zach Larson. Hopefully, enjoying the weekend off. All right, we got to move because we've got a, a jam-packed show. You know the drill. Two hours of well, you, ah, great, unique, fun stories uh, that make us make us number one. Uh, in just a few minutes, uh, he's really a, an anomaly uh, anymore in high school sports. A three-sport star. Star. Announces his commitment to college. Deuce Robinson of Pinnacle High School, the number one tight end in the country. Uh, 
ranked in the top 50 as a baseball player. He was also part of Charlie Wilde's Pioneer Hoops team that made a bunch of noise in the postseason. Announced Thursday he will commit to USC, the University of Southern California. His coach, Dana Zupke, gearing up for spring ball, a man who coached him. He's also uh, got going to have a quarterback challenge. Two gunslingers on the Pioneers. Wyatt Horton returning. Dylan Rayola coming over from Chandler. Dana Zubke, who's been down this road before. Remember, he had Spencer Rattler, J.D. Johnson, Devin Dampier. He's had some quarterbacks. And he's also had some unicorns like Deuce Robinson. We'll get his thoughts uh, coming up at 915. Uh, more football. and I Listen, it's, it's just year-round, and these stories uh, just blow me away. In the second hour, uh, and I'm beaming over this. Bring me your finest meats and cheeses because uh, just feed me. Feed me more. Home cooking. You see what I'm rocking today, Trev. My NAU Lumberjacks, NAU football, in the midst of their spring football workouts, coming down the mountain, holding a spring showcase this afternoon in my backyard, a scrimmage at Saguaro High School up on Hayden and McDonald. Uh, the Jacks recruiting coordinator, the Hoff. The Hoff. Not, no, not that. Not that Hoff. Kyle Hoffman, a former Centennial High Mountain Ridge assistant coach, helping Chris Ball stock my roster with Arizona Kids, will join us at 10 o'clock. You'll get a, a preview of that great scrimmage for my Lumberjacks. How about that? They bring, they bring the dinner to me. At 10-15 softball, again, this is near and dear to me because actually I saw a, a playoff-like softball game yesterday. It was old school. It, I mean, it was, it was a pitching duel. The brilliant game, Alabama, Alabama. Crimson Tide bound Jocelyn Brisky on the hill for Desert Vista, coming up short in extra innings to Queen Creek, one to nothing. The Bulldogs featuring the Berry Girls, Jade and Janae, also coached by an old friend of mine. And this is what brings it home for me. One of the true leaders, one of the faces of the growth of Arizona softball over the past 25 years, Keith Householder, the head coach, the house rules, Queen Creek's Keith Householder at 1015. Actually, he coached and taught my daughter uh, how to play the right way many years ago. So we're going to give the house some love. Uh, at 1030 with Zach Larson off this week, we needed some help producing the show. We needed help. You know, he helps uh, provide talent and, and coordinates interviews. Uh, he's off. And we got it. I got help from an athlete. And I, this is, this I, again, I can't do this each and every week, but this one was just perfect. Preston Rohr from Gilbert High School. He reaches out to the dean, beaming, sharing the success of the Tigers' 4 by 400 relay team. He says, last week they captured first place in the prestigious Chandler Rotary Invitational. And it wasn't a young athlete saying, hey, 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 Kevin McCabe, look at me, look at No, no. He sends me the details. He says, Vance Nilsson, the kid's a stud. Top three in the state in the hurdles. Connor Litow, top 10 in the 300 hurdles. Eli Jackson, top five in the 200. And then, of course, they're lucky to have young Preston Rohr, who also has the talent, bringing it all together. He's the third leg of the 4x400. All four of these Gilbert Tigers are coming in studio this morning to join me. And we treated to Chick-fil-A breakfast. It's like old school. We like, we like turn back the, what do they, throwback Thursday thing or something? Yeah, there you go. Uh, Chick-fil-A once the proud sponsors of our show. We don't forget. Uh, we don't forget. Uh, they'll have breakfast burritos here when they arrive. Uh, lucky to have Roar taking care of us, producing our show for it. And at 9.30, really something unique and something timely. Something that we could probably have on this show every week. Mental health in sports. 
in high school sports, challenged on so many levels. I mean, even if you can only listen to one segment of the show, and I know this, you're running to practice and running to the gym or Home Depot. You, you've cut off, you've made a cut in your extension cord with your, your hedge trimmer. <laughs> Just don't shock yourself. Mental health in high school sports, parental pressures, peer pressures, social media. The list is so weighty. It is so weighty. Um, trying to find out for these young people who I am. Well, we have a guy who can help. He's worked with ASU football stars, Major League Baseball players, professional golfers. In fact, he's written books on the subject, including one book that is actually uh, titled uh, I Am. Howard Falco will join me coming up at 930. I look forward to look at God. And I joke. I mean, I, I'm so thankful I I don't have to grow up in this era of, of mental health challenges of the, the stars and the transfers and the NIL and the portal and, and, um, and, and the social media. And I'm part of it. I'm part of it, gang. I do know that. Um, I try to do it all positively, promoting and, and celebrating all the great stories on social media. But I see it out there. I see a lot of venom. I see a lot of them. So I'm looking forward. Howard Falco will join me at 930 in studio. By the way, um, uh, speaking of social media pressures, hats off to Brophy Prep. Hats off to Brophy College Prep. Kind of my alma mater. I went there for a year and a half back in the 70s. But um, they uh, announced on Twitter this morning that they are moving their games to Sun Devil Stadium. They're no longer. and, and, And some people bought it. Some people bought it. Trev, I, I, uh, I was going to boost your pay an extra $10,000 every Saturday. I was going to do that as well this morning. And then suddenly realized it's April 1st. Oh, thanks. It's April 5th. Is that still a thing? Do the kids, do they? I, but it reeled in a bunch of people on social media. They're congratulating Brophy Prep. Oh, this is, I said, this is, this cannot, no. It, it probably depends on the individual. Some people Take advantage of it. <laughs> and I got a few friends that kind of jinxed themselves on doing an April Fool's joke. Yeah. you. Well, there was a broadcaster here in town, a sports broadcaster years ago, that went on the air. Arizona Wildcats in 1988 were going to the Final Four. And he went on the air in Phoenix. This, so, this is a Tucson story. Went on the air and said, Sean Elliott and Steve Kerr have been suspended for tomorrow's game against... O- and, oh my God. I mean, that, that, again, this is way before Twitter and all this stuff. But I, he got in some trouble. He got, so you don't know. We don't, you, you know. You can't play like no, that. No, you can't. Hey, uh, we, uh, so we, be careful today. That's, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, some news and notes because uh, Zach is not here today and I want to have an extended uh, show, uh, extended segments with Howard Falco talking about mental health in, in sports and in high school sports. And really, what can we do too? Um, Jim, a great, great shot yesterday, uh, really made me smile. I went out and watched that softball game with Desert Vista and Queen Creek. And it's, it's, if you know, you know, that's what they post on the social media. Jim Swan, Swanee, was back out at Desert Vista, a longtime AIA official who uh, suffered some injuries in a fall during uh, the Arizona High School Bas- Basketball State Championships. It's good to see him back on duty. If you know Swanee, uh, the prayers work. Uh, uh, great to see him back. He's part of the fiber and fabric that makes all of what we do great. Uh, we got some news, too, some, some sad, sad news. Uh, Tom Ward, former head coach at Verado High School, uh, dies after battling cancer. Uh, 
great teacher, but and I did not realize he was going through it. Um, and I'm again private, but the fact that uh, he succumbed to it, uh, you know, I, I don't use dirty words, I don't swear, and I'm a hockey player. You know, I have a potty mouth, but when it comes to cancer, I drop a lot of a lot of f. The, uh, the occasional f bomb is okay when you're talking about cancer. Uh, also, legend, legendary coach at Round Valley, the Elks, Coach Tot. Todd Workman uh, passed away this week. Uh, he lived here in the Valley, moved down to Queen Creek. Uh, one of the first coaches I got a chance to, uh, well, and it was a grown man named Tot, T-O-T, but uh, built the Elks into a great football power out there in Springerville and Eager. Uh, he passed away. Uh, best to all that played for him, his son Ty uh, and all the family, the Workman family, uh, certainly uh, one of the legends. And also, finally, we're late, uh, Travis Dixon, Actually, I got a couple of notes here. We'll go long. Travis Dixon, the new head coach at Eastmark, uh, that will be made official this week. I was out there watching girls' flag football, and it was revealed to me, and then it was uh, released uh, on, on social media. Uh, former Hamilton Husky star, coached at Texas Arlington, uh, came back. He's been coaching at Higley. He now replaces Scooter Molander, takes over a state championship team there. We'll catch up with Travis Dixon, I believe, next week. And finally, uh, breakfast for the Ryan House this week. The Ryan House, one of the great nonprofits that supports those families uh, that have kids in need or in, in challenging times that are um, in the final days of their lives that they put together uh, in, right here in downtown Phoenix. Uh, they had a breakfast yesterday to raise money. I, got, I thought this was pretty cool, Trev Henry. For, uh, now I, I, they uh, had, an, uh, had the raffle items up there. A Brock Purdy jersey was up there, autographed. Brock. I I bid on it. Oh, you I, did? I, yeah. I would have too. I would have too. Yeah, I did. And because they had all the, they have all the baskets with the, the the booze and the trips and all that stuff. Yeah. And I see, I, I it, you know, I see this 49ers jersey, and I go, I gotta have that. So I don't know if I got it. I bid on it. Well, I, well, you know, that's I. I he's one of ours. He's a kid. We watched him. You know. Yeah, he's definitely one of those guys we all rooted for. Everybody rooting for. All right, we uh, we're late, as they like to say. Uh, coming up, at pi- he is the pinnacle in high school football coaching. How's that? Dana Zubke gears for his spring football season. He's talking Deuce Robinson and also QB or not QB. That's the question with the pioneers. That's next on AZ Preps Live. Preps Live, presented by Brooklyn Betting, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Here's more with Kevin McCabe. Welcome back to the show, AZ Preps Live here on Arizona Sports 98.7. I remind you, all of our interviews, as well as all the great programming here, the, uh, the what is it, uh, the Bickley and Murata. That Vince Murata does a great job doing the PA at the Suns games, by the way. He really goes deep with now the Kevin Durant. But you can catch all of their shows, all of our shows. Uh, they're available on ArizonaSports.com on the podcast section. And I don't know if he gets enough credit. Let me say that one more time. I don't think he gets enough credit in Arizona high school football coaching circles. Dana's up at Pinnacle High School. His resume should say... Gifted at working with multiple quarterbacks, providing winning talent, great leadership, and he's also able to unleash unicorns. <laughs> That's on his resume. All while winning. Uh, and he's ready to do it all over again with quarterbacks, but not first before bidding adieu to a special talent, an anomaly as I call him, a three-sport star in Deuce Robinson who committed to USC, University of Southern California, and his head coach Dana Zubke is kind enough to join me. Coach, it's Kevin McCabe. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, Kevin. 
Hey, Coach, when I say stuff like that, are you cool with that? That maybe you don't get the love you probably deserve? Um, or is that, I, I'm guessing that's not why you've gotten into the coaching. But uh, are you okay when I say stuff like that? I, I don't know. I, I'm not really. I, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a born and raised Lutheran, and we're just not uh, built that way to take in uh, a, a lot of positive praise and things like that. So, And all, all my high school coaches, you know, growing up in the, 70s and 80s, uh, you know, attaboys, uh, yeah, they're, they're all right. But I, I don't ever look at, you know, what my place is in this and whether I should get more credit or less credit. It's not, it's not really what I'm about. That you, well, You're an old lineman, too. So that's what you, you know, you just. Yeah. <laughs> you, exactly. You only get in trouble when they call you for. Uh, all right. As a coach, uh, Dana Zupke, when, when a kid commits to a major university, and you've seen it so many numerous times, so much success, is that, you know, you had Spencer Rattler and J.D. Johnson and so many others. Uh, is that quietly rewarding for you as a coach and for your staff, though, when they, 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 they enjoy that success? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we love the kids, and especially, uh, you know, the, the the kids that you mentioned, you know, they're all special uh, young men and um, just enjoy coaching them. And I become a fan. Like, I always look at it like I try to approach this as their coach while they're playing for me is, is just be their biggest fan. You know, I enjoyed, you know, the last four years with Deuce just watching him play. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, to, to, to say, you know, it gives me a lot of joy to be able to, you know, see him progress or Spencer and, and be able to say, yeah, you know, I coach that kid. You know, that's a, that's a good feeling. You know, and, and by the way, Dana, when when they – and I now acknowledge this with all you coaches. Every one of these Hall of Fame players, when they put on a yellow jacket, and I'm not saying these guys, every one of those players gets up there and he says, first thing I need to thank is my high school coach. So that that reminds me. Um, how When you talk about Deuce Robinson, and again, we tried to have him on the show. We tried to have him on during the season. A three-sport star coach. A st- not, not, just the, not just, hey, I'm going to go do the – He's a big, maybe get drafted in Major League Baseball. He's part of a great basketball program. How special, and he's a great student. How special is this young cat? Well, I think I think you said it right there. I think uh, the thing that really sets him apart, you know, aside from the talent, there's so many talented, you know, young men in the world, and and that that play three sports and so forth. But but Deuce's character and his work ethic and the things that nobody sees. Right, the the the, the world. I remember during COVID, and we were having uh, you know voluntary lifts during the season just because we weren't allowed to really get together. So you kind of came in by appointment, and he was the only player that made every possible uh, time to get in the weight room. And I'm sure he did stuff outside of there. You know, uh, just yesterday, you know, a day after him announcing, he's in our weight room, uh, just just you know sweating and, and getting after it. And and the, the kid knows how to grind. He knows how to do the work in the dark, and then he's just, like I said, he's the most humble, you know, gracious kid you'll ever meet. No, I know. We tried to have him on the show. He's not, not interested. There's no social media. There's no chest pumping. So, I, I mean, I, I, I love So I love him. You know, I was, you know come on. Yeah. No, you know what? He just loves, he wants to play, as he announced in his commitment. Dana Zupke, head coach at Pinnacle High School. Last question about Deuce. Um, as a coach, and I really don't know, how hard was it for you to juggle it? Because... He's playing football for you. It's the fall season, but you know he's going to play basketball. And in the spring, he's playing baseball. And while you're getting ready for spring ball and and spring football, um, 
Yeah, and you and every coach, I mean, is going to want to try to do it in college with with uh, Andy Stankiewicz at USC. How tough is it for you as a coach when you have a player like that? You want to let him go play, but you need him. I mean, how crazy is that for you juggling that kind of situation? Well, you know, the, the thing is, and, and it's, it's something I'm really proud of at Pinnacle. I think uh, for a big six eight school, uh, just just uh, the willingness for our coaches to to share athletes and work with each other and communicate because it's not easy. It 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 does require you know some communication and some understanding and trust and respect among coaches. But uh, you know, Deuce, Deuce did a great job of managing that. You know, and again. I'm always big on kids communicating uh, what they're doing, and, and Deuce, Deuce is really good about, hey, this weekend I, I've got a big, you know, tournament. I, I can't make, you know, whatever. Uh, and the other thing is, is the, the kids that can do this, that, that can play three sports at a high level like Deuce, you know, they they can afford to miss a, a seven on seven. <laughs> you know, they, they're gonna they're gonna be okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is, I, this is true. He's Dana Zupke. All right, we uh, we're moving forward. We're getting ready for spring ball here, and you've you've juggled before. That's why I give you so much credit because it's it's no longer just about X's and O's, but parents and egos and and stars and recruiting and all that. Now transfer portals. You have uh, you got another quarterback situation. You've done it before with J.D. Johnson and Spencer and Devin Dampier and, and, and Zach Wren. You've got the brilliantly talented quarterback, Dylan Rayola, considered the number one 2024, coming over from Chandler. You have a brilliantly talented junior-to-be in Wyatt Horton who led you to the 6A title game. How do you... How do you approach this coach? Because you're now the spotlight's on Dana Zubke. How do you uh, how do you go about your business with this? <laughs> well, they say you, two quarterbacks are great and two quarterbacks are oh well, well maybe not so. How crazy is it? Yeah, it, it is. It's uh, you know we call it, it's a, it's a high class problem. Um, <laughs> you know trying trying to <laughs> I you know I'm not going to complain, Kevin. Okay, I, I, all right, I, all right. Both the, they're both wonderful kids, um, both incredibly talented. What, what's been what's been so cool, just the work we've done so far, is to watch how they interact with each other because they're both high character guys. They're both um, so so supportive of each other. Um, we're we're trying to do our best to really communicate with, with both of them, um, make it, everything as um, you know even as possible, and and, and really uh, try to level the playing field as far as an open competition. Now, and I, I don't know this, and maybe you don't. Rayola may miss five games with the transfer. We don't know. It won't, or maybe you already right. know. Uh, do you have to plan for that? And is that part of your coaching strategy? Did, uh, and does he have to? I mean, I know there's going to be all sorts of uh, AIA meetings over this, but do you have to consider that sure. that he may not be available for five games? Well, certainly, and that and that that's why our approach is: hey, we, we're approaching it like we have two starters. And, and, uh, you know, we, we did a seven on seven, uh, in February and literally went two series, two series, and they just alternated two series the entire tournament. Um, about as even with the same receivers, making sure that they're thrown to the same guys. Um, they're getting that, you know, so, so the, the evaluation, uh, can be as, um, even as possible. You know, I don't like the word fair or, if you're going to use the word fair, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, it, 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 it's not equal, right? I mean, there's, there's, a guy's going to get a rep here or, or a series here, <laughs> and it's not going to be exactly the same. And, and I'm not going to get into that, but we, I know in our heart we're, we're making sure that it's a, a, a fair competition and making sure that we're, you know, preparing and developing both, both young men um, because exactly that. I mean, A, they're competing with each other, or B, 
we don't know what what you know Dylan's status will be, uh, and we won't know until late July, early yeah. August. Yeah, a week before probably you uh, you go to yeah. war here. Hey, uh, Coach, thank you. Yeah. Uh, your family good? Everybody good in that uh, Zubke family? No, they're all grown up. Everybody, and they allow you to do what you do. Everybody good over there with the Zubkeys? Yeah, we're all doing good. My youngest is throwing javelin up at NAU, and my middle son's um, coaching for me. He's uh, going to take on the role of JV head coach this year, so he's got to step up his level a little bit. And then my oldest is um, uh, preparing for another run at uh, New York and, and Broadway here in probably another year. He's just working right now. So that is all so doing cool. Great. That is so cool, man. I uh, thank you, my friend, uh, for doing what you do and teaching these kids the right way. You've done it so many times with these quarterbacks and JD and Spence, and um, now we get to do it all over again. Enjoy the ride because there'll be cameras and all this circus that goes with it. And I pre- I appreciate you sharing the three rings with me. I appreciate it. All right. You bet. All Dana right. Zubke. Right, cool. uh, again, that's, it's just crazy how good it is, how great it is, how challenging. These coaches, it's just they don't show up in, you know, on a Friday night. There's so much to, with the duck paddling underwater. And speaking of that, um, I said it earlier, I don't think he gets enough credit. I don't think he gets enough credit. Dana Zubke, Pinnacle High School. All right, so to come, maybe... Maybe Dana could pick up this book. Maybe he could pick up the book I Am. Well, there's several of them. It's a roadmap to personal success, discovery, and peace. Just what Arizona high school sports needs. Our parents, athletes, maybe even sportscasters need that. And the author, sitting across from me, Howard Falco, will join me providing the mental aspects of sports next on AZ Preps Live. More AZ Preps Live with Kevin McCabe. Presented by Brooklyn Betting, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It is 9.32 on a glorious Saturday morning here in the Valley. This is why we live here. Just don't tell anybody else. Just keep it keep it to us uh, here. Uh, great to have Dana Zupke on the show, and I appreciate him uh, dropping some any love for his son. Of course, my NAU Lumberjacks are in town today at Saguaro High School with their spring showcase, so I'm rocking my uh, my gold for my jacks. Uh, this is the premier high school sports show in all the land, and, and this is something just kind of different and unique, That uh, and it's very timely, I think, and I appreciate us getting together to talk about this because we can have him on like weekly or certainly monthly mental health in sports, mental health in life, in everything. I mean, it's we're challenged on so many different levels, parental pressures, peer pressures, social media, teen suicide, the, the, the gun situation, just everything. It is so weighty right now. You know, it, it, it was tough when we were kids growing up. It's like it's on steroids right now. I'm trying to find out who I am. And we have somebody who can help. He's worked with ASU football stars, Major League Baseball players, golfers, professional golfers. He's actually worked with me a little bit. <laughs> yes, I admit it. Uh, he's written books on this whole thing, uh, including one titled I Am. He's Howard Falco, who's here in studio this morning. Howard, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good Thanks to see you. Good to you. Hey, before I ask you about your, your, your journey, I thought about this as I was spreading my notes because you're just such a... I mean, I want I want to be you. Do you ever have a bad day? Do you, I mean, you went, come on now. And I used to say, with Cotton Fitzsimmons, like, you're not going to make me have a bad well, day today. Do you ever have a bad day? I'm a human being. So, <laughs> yes. I mean, we all go through our trials and tribulations. Um, but those are great opportunities to learn and grow um, and get stronger of yeah. mind. So It's how um, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. How, are you, uh, you're a kid from Chicago. Mm-hmm. You escape the cold like, so you're not, <laughs> yes. no, no dummy. Uh, you come out to ASU, business major. You get into finance mm-hmm. and the world. 
world is yours? I mean, you've got a wife and kids. What, what, are you, isn't that enough? Yeah, well, I thought so, uh, but something was nagging at me to find out more about how life works and, and why when you accumulate more things in life, it doesn't bring necessarily a sense of eternal happiness or peace. And I had some big questions about that, um, about why that wasn't, why I didn't feel like I could take a collective breath. And it was getting worse the more that I accumulated and did. And that's what kind of led me to this questioning, this deep, intense questioning about the nature of life and existence and um, what's fair in the world and equal and, um, and, and arrive at these answers one day that, that produce these books and all this work. So Wow, it's yeah. Howard Falco, and these books are amazing. I read them. I, well, it, it just opened my eyes. Um, and the realization, I, I joked with you. I said I, I always felt like I was $5 short of happiness and, mm. and, uh, or just mm. when I get the next. Um, what happened? What, what was the wake-up call? When did the alarm go off, Howard, uh, that, that there's got to be something more fulfilling? And when, when do you stop and say, this, you know, this ain't it. You know, going to work eight to five, you know, and it's great. Well, and it's great. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But this idea of searching for this idea of personal perfection is like a dog chasing its tail. <laughs> You're never going to catch it. And so what I realized, the real breakthrough was when I realized that each moment of my life, I was already doing the very best I could for that moment. Now, that didn't mean that in the next moment I couldn't be better. But the truth is, that's the best I had is what I demonstrated and what I did. No matter how much my mind said woulda, coulda, shoulda, the truth is every single human being is doing the best they can in every single moment. Now, that doesn't make it right. That doesn't mean uh, you condone it. That doesn't mean you want to see it for tomorrow. But it's a demonstration of the level of their awareness or their consciousness and what they've learned and know. And sometimes you can know information and not produce it in your thoughts and actions. And that can be very frustrating. So once I realized that, it kind of allowed me to take a collective breath and allowed me to feel more compassion and empathy for myself. And that broke me through to a lot more awareness and understanding that helped produce this insight um, in this material. But then you decide, Howard Fowler, you say, okay, also, and I'm going to, honey... Honey, I've got we've got two kids. Well, I'm going to start writing these books. I, this is I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's I got I've got this inside me. Uh, who's going to pay the bills? Who decides? All of a sudden, you say this is a bold, life changing situation. Not only for you, but you know one that you know it's a that's a leap. You jumped off a cliff. I mean, how yeah. how crazy was that for you in it, your life? Well, it was very crazy, and it it ended up being knee bending fear at times um, in terms of how you're going to make it and how you're going to do it. But it's like anybody else that's striving for success, whether you're an athlete. Or an individual or getting vulnerable again in a relationship when you've had trauma before in a past one, it's the same thing. You have to go through your moments of faith. That's the only way it's going that life can vet you out to produce what you're looking to create in your life. Everybody has to have that moment of vulnerability in order to get to where they want to go. And that was a huge understanding to be able to convey to people and to athletes about how they break through to the next level. Wow. Uh, and it, it, you and I, could, we, we sat the other day for an hour and a half, and I thought, I could just hang with you all day. Cause this, <laughs> this, uh, so you write that Howard Falco, F-A-L-C-O, uh, if you're Googling, uh, you wrote the initial book, uh, and you went on tour, and this thing clicked. And people responded. Uh, mm-hmm. Arizona State University football to mentor some of their young guys. Uh, Mike Berkovici, Taylor Kelly. Um, 
Was that a goal initially to get into sports, or was this a platform where they, how does this marriage come together, and how fulfilling was that for you? Wow, that's a great question. So the goal <laughs> was to take this incredible insight and understanding about the human psyche and how we create what we're looking to create in terms of peace or breakthroughs in our life, and get it out to the to the biggest, most mainstream audience possible. I saw a lot of stuff out there that was in different sections of life, whether it was esoteric or religious, or I just wanted to just get it out to the most people. And ironically, after I Am was published, athletes started calling and saying, hey man, I read your book, and this is the breakthrough that I had. Do you work with athletes? And I was already working with hundreds, thousands of people on every other issue, and it was very natural to me. I played every sport growing up. So I started working with a lot of athletes, uh, and then coincidentally, Uh, Back in 2014, um, uh, ASU called, uh, Graham called, and was looking for some insight on mental strength to help the guys there. And I had the opportunity to go in and and talk to them. And um, they were extremely receptive, which was (laughs) exciting for me. It's my alma mater. Was it scary, though? Because, all right, Howard, you're going in there now, and these are uh, embraceable young kids, but impressionable. um, and, And they believe... But uh, they're sponges. And uh, was, it, was it scary? Was it? Uh... No, it was exciting to yeah. have the opportunity to share this with them because there's so much pressure that are on these kids. I don't care if it's junior high, high school, mm. college and, and the professional level. It, the pressure only increases as the level gets higher in terms of performance. So there was so much pressure on them. They had, you know, between school and practice and just the grind of it, that this became a great release for them and some great insight for them on what was possible of them, how they could take what the situation they were in and experience even more possibility for themselves. So that was fun. And I don't know if you're going to get into this, but the second week or third week I was there. You know, go, yes, tell. People <laughs> well, this wanna... is why it was fun. You know, um, uh, Taylor Kelly had gone down with an, an injury in the 2014 season, an unbelievably awesome individual. And Mike Bercovici, who'd been waiting his turn, um, was there to step up and, uh, the second game we worked together um, was the USC game. And the theme that we worked on that week was when you get under center, to keep in your mind that anything is possible. And that was the game with three minutes and 56 seconds. They were down by over three TDs. Yep, yep. And it was the Hail Mary game. The Jail Mary. The ja- excuse me, that is know. correct. You, know, you no, are correct. It, it was the Jail, jail Mary <laughs> game. And... Um, so that was really exciting, and obviously Berkovich is just an amazing guy, and and has you know gone on had a great career. I think he's now just moved to Jacksonville, I believe, um, from the Cardinals, but um, as a coach. But but anyway, so that was a great opportunity to do that, and I got an opportunity to work with some linemen and and special teams, and they were like sponges. They love this stuff. So it's a very cerebral generation that's looking for that mental edge. Well, they're all in the gym. They're all doing all the workouts. They're all the practice, the extra workouts. But this mental game is so, so important. And I'm going to ask you in the next segment uh, a roadmap or perhaps paints me a picture of things that parents and students and athletes can do uh, other than reading your book or reading your book and how they can feed off that. But then you also work with Major League Baseball players. And I, I guess what I'm trying to paint the picture here of Howard is that these guys are the best of the best. And, and you know, Burko and Taylor, I mean, they're on the borderline of being pros. Now you're dealing with Major League Baseball players. These guys, every one of those guys can play. You're great if you make it to Major League Baseball. But also that mental aspect, how and they want it. How uh, how much is it again rewarding when you're sitting talking to these guys and they say, 
you know, wow, this is what I need. This was the, the final push over the top. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's very exciting because they're always looking to what can get them ahead. Sometimes they can be protective over what got them there. But the best of the best have an open mind, and they're always willing to listen yeah. to what's next. And that's what I was pleasantly surprised about. I went and worked with the Tampa Bay Rays in, in 2015 and um, uh, with a young pitcher there who had a couple of his best seasons, uh, Chris Archer. And then um, I was in spring training and, and you know, great three-time Golden Glover and, and all-star uh, Evan Longoria came up and said, hey, I'd like to learn a little bit more about what you're doing. And we worked together and he had his best season ever <laughs> as far as home runs go. So, um, so but, but what, what shocked me was that here's a guy that's been doing it for years, but again, the best of the best, always keep an open mind and look to grow their mind to stay on top. And in today's hyper-competitive society, you know, y- you can work hard and you can have talent, but the mental edge is the new frontier in terms of the breakaway of performance. Boy, I love, yeah. I'm stealing that line. I love it. The New Frontier. Uh, the book, the initial book was I Am. Then he's got Time in a Bottle. Did mm-hmm. you have to fight Jim Croce on the title of that <laughs> all this stuff? We, you know, no, no, people, old people, no. there, they go, who's, yeah, Jim, who's Croce? Jim Croce? Right? Um, I want to um, do this. I want to take a break, Howard Falco, right? uh, amazing author with insights and taking us to a whole different level with the mental game. I joked with him the other day. I said, here's Tiger Woods years ago. The greatest... Arguably, Jack, or the greatest golfer of our time, and still finding mental and physical changing his swing. Um, whatever we can do to get better. Well, it begins with young people as well, high school athletes, even younger. Howard Falco will paint us a picture, draw us a roadmap, uh, and put us on the right path for that. Parents, athletes, coaches. That's next on Easy Preps Live. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Easy Preps Live. Presented by Brooklyn Betting. Here's more with Kevin McCain. It's 947 uh, here on AZ Preps Live, the premier high school sports show in all the land. Appreciate you uh, making us part of your morning and hope you're enjoying this. Uh, we, we extended this segment here with Howard Falco, an author uh, and guru, uh, mental mental guru, uh, mental health right now is so important in every aspect of life and certainly in professional and high school sports. And we've talked about his road, his journey through Arizona State, uh, professional baseball. He's worked with many golfers. He's written books on it. Uh, his most recent one is Time in a Bottle. Uh, I read I Am. I, I'm sure I'll read uh, Time in a Bottle. Just uh, it helped me to be better at what I do and just in life in general. Uh, and Howard Falco in studio this morning. I appreciate you coming by and sharing this knowledge. Uh, I talked about it earlier, the mental pressures. You talked about it with, with college and professionals that they're at the pinnacle of their game. This thing's taken off. Um, and this show is a high school show. High school athletes. Even so much as fifth through eighth graders now, where they're being judged and measured, pressures to get a scholarly. My parents, I got to get a scholarly to make the team, to get five stars or four stars, to get offers, to blow up on social media. Uh, what do you, how do you address that? What is the future? And I don't even know if the future, what's happening with that right now? How do you address mental health with those parents and those kids right now and where they're going? Well, pressure's getting more intense. Um, especially with single sport athletes and social media. Yes. And like you said, trying to get a scholarship and thinking about it when you're 9, 10, 11 years old, now they're starting to think about it. So it's creating an incredible amount of pressure. The, the, the ability to 
perform and have the results you're looking for, ironically, comes by removing pressure from your life. That's what happens at the highest level, at the professional level, and the work I did in college. It was about two things. It was about inspiring them to understand that they're more than they think they are or that they thought they were, that they're not who they were two weeks ago, a year ago, or five years ago. They get to decide who they want to be now, and that can change instantly. And the second thing is to real is to help them take help take pressure off of them so it can release them into that space of unlimited possibility. So that's the art of this process of self-awareness, which is what these books and what I do is all about. The more you learn about yourself, the less pressure you feel, the more grounded you feel, and the more faithful you are and that your journey is going to be a success, a quote, successful one, no matter what. And that's what gets revealed in self-awareness. So when it comes to young kids, um, what I would say is that, that anything parents can do that gives them an awareness of how to take pressure off of their kids versus put pressure on them. Wow. I mean, that, that's, that's, that is a bold statement right there, though, mm-hmm. because... There's so many parents, and uh, that that you know they're they're living vicariously through these kids, and they they just they, it heaps even more pressure on them. And I joke too, I laugh too because Charles Barkley used to tell me he was talking about pressure. He said pressure comes in tires, and he did, and, and he and he is the best. <laughs> That's awesome. He is the best at it in the I biggest like moment to relieve all that pressure. Um, but we're taught, um, and this goes against a lot of the things that we're taught because we're taught the next job. Next year, I'm going to make this team, uh, the next raise, the next girlfriend I get, marriage. When I get the marriage, then I'm going to have the kids. So then I'm going to do this. I'm going to get that. How do we instill this in these young people and these coaches and parents to alleviate some of that pressure, yeah. to, to, not, to, to not heap it on a weighty situation? That's why it's so important that when they're really young, that it's about fun, that they attach yeah, having yeah. a good time and having fun to what they're doing. And so many dads that coach that I watch, and my kid played club baseball for six or seven years, so I went through <laughs> this with it. him. I lived it. I went through it. I saw the attachment to the success and how you lived and died on every pitch with, with them. Um, but it has to remain fun because they have to keep that joy. Because the joy produces the inspiration, and the inspiration is what pushes them through those moments of pressure. Because there is a tipping point when the pressure becomes too much. Things start to shut down and get worse. And what parents don't know, or, or coach, some coaches don't know, is they think applying more force to the situation is going to help them, when actually what the situation needs is a release of pressure. It's going to be okay no matter what. Let's step back. Let's look at the situation. Remember that you are not defined as who you are by this because that's also what they do. They grab onto this identity that this is who I am. And then it becomes everything. And that's way too much weight to carry for an 8-year-old, a 15-year-old, or a professional baseball or football player. Even a broadcaster. I thought that's who I am as a television broadcaster. And when I got out of it, I didn't know what I was, and it took me a long time, and, and now I know what I am every day, and I live my life, and I love it. Uh, I do this because I'm able to share stories like yours. Um, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't have this, this, this question written down earlier, um, and I've lost my train of thought because I started talking about me is where I, I got out of me. <laughs> um, this, uh, wow, this, this whole roadmap. You've written the books, I Am, Time in a Bottle, How Does That Take You to the Next Level, and, and, and now even your third book that you're working on, are they progressively uh, moving towards the future of where we are with mental health? Well, they're trying to help people understand them to a, to a point in which they gain a sense of empowerment, trust, 
and faith that they're going to be okay no matter what. That allows their creative juices to flow, and most importantly, it allows them to be vulnerable. Well, that's what I want to ask you, uh, allowing a kid to fail. Right. So many of these parents, so, and I was, you want to, you want to be there, you don't want to be what they fall, you want to, you want to catch and make sure, um, do you need, do we need to let them fail once in a while and let them? Uh, yeah, the word has taken on such a tough connotation because it's so negative. We need to allow them to learn. Yeah. We need to allow them to learn through experience and, and know that it's okay. That's part of the process. You never stop learning in this lifetime. And yeah. go ask a professional athlete. They're still learning. If they're one of the top ones in the world, um, they're still have an open mind to learning. So it's a process of trial and error. But what I tell my players is don't get angry when you don't complete what you want to complete. Get curious. Pull yeah. the information yeah. out of why it didn't happen and then get aware of it so that you can shift something in the next moment. Wow. And I, I've suggested that so many uh, why sports is so great because it allows you to do all those things to find out uh, to win as a team and what why we won as a team to lose and, and see, well, what was why? Why, why did we lose? Or what could we have done better? Uh, the, all those different elements. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but you see that vulnerability and especially when you're coaching this, when you when you're coaching from a standpoint of faith, we're going to get there no matter what. Then there's a less pressure on the situation. There's less fear of making a mistake in your players and they're more open to learning understanding and growing they're more receptive to the coaching but when everything has to be perfect and if it's not they get degraded by it that's when they shut down yeah so the coach has to have the overall faith for the whole ship of the crewmen like we're gonna get there guys don't worry about it and And i see that with so many of these great coaches too that they are teachers and not Mm -hmm. yellers and screamers and you exactly oh my god there's a big difference i'm gonna ask you about uh, where they can find out more information in a minute uh but i the support that you get um that yeah i I joke with you to open this howard falco is his name f-a-l-c-o uh if you want to google because that's people aren't driving around with a pen and paper in their hands (laughs) but i I think they're fascinated by your story and your journey and the fact that you some somehow you were part of the jail mary which is great i'm giving you credit for the the jail mary Uh, but um, your support system your your wife and your kids to, to believe wow. in you and give you and allow you because I say it every time. Mm-hmm. I people always ask me. They say, Kevin, why do you ask these kids about their family? You always ask them about their family. I say because they that's what yeah. lets me do what I do. Well, my lottery ticket in life was meeting my wife. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. She has been an incredible support system for me. Uh, when, as a human being, I have my moments um, that require faith and support. So, yeah, I think family's been huge uh, in helping go down this path. And, of course, really, also this work, just understanding the yeah. way that life itself is truly connected to each one of us. I don't care what your spirituality is. You cannot get away from the fact that you are a part of this universe and it's connected to you and helping you get to where you want to go. And the more you have trust and faith in that and open up to that, um, to the universe or that divinity, it connects with you and helps create more and more coincidences in your life and ultimately more and more flow and ultimately more and more success and peace. Yeah, you always told him, I said, is it God or is it odd? Whatever it is, it's it's a, it's something that's uh, lining mm-hmm. those things. All right, if you, how can people find out uh, if they'd like uh, to research you or sure. get to connect with you? Yeah, the sports site is totalmindsports.com. 
www.howardfalco.com. My personal site is howardfalco.com. Those are the two best ways. And then the books uh, are under my name on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and any bookstore. Um, so you can find me those ways. And I have a bunch of information that's out on the web on all this work. Well, and I, social media, of course, Instagram. Yeah, well, we need you back in here more often. Now, this is Maybe we'll do it as we open up football season next year. So many great uh, insights and advice for parents, for coaches, for athletes to take a breath and enjoy it while you can. Uh, Howard Falco, we're late in the show. Uh, we still got a second hour. Thank you so much. Thank you I for really having appreciate me. Appreciate it so really much. We're going to continue on. When we come back, uh, we are talking. NAU, I'm rocking my NAU gear today. Why wouldn't I? They're in.